What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, Hall of Fame safety Steve Atwater joins the show. We'll take a look back at Sunday's win over the Browns and look ahead to the Broncos' three-game road stretch. All that and more coming up. Joining me on today's episode of Broncos Now is Hall of Fame safety Steve Atwater. Steve, thanks for joining me on the show today. Thank you for having me on again, Sid. Absolutely. Pleasure is mine. Five straight wins for this Broncos team. A winning record now, Steve. It's amazing. They've been leaving it out there on the field, and that's been the most rewarding thing from my point of view, just, you know, seeing them leave it on the field and and seeing them prosper from it and and see the joy on their faces after the game. And that that just warms my heart to see that. Mine too. They deserve it. Steve, you know, a few weeks ago on this podcast, you mentioned that regardless of where the record was at that point, a couple weeks down the road, we would take a look back and say, hey, you know, this team, as long as they keep getting better week by week, things are going to change for them. And look where we're at right now. I mean, you called it. Yeah, well, I mean, this is just how the NFL is, you yeah. know, and, and certain teams respond to adversity and other teams don't. But this team... You know, they're extremely well coached, they're disciplined, and they believe. They believe in one another, they believe in their coaches, and they have a great relationship all over there in that that entire building over there. And, um, you know, I I just had a feeling that something special could happen if they stuck to it, and Mm -hmm. that's that's exactly what's happened. And, um, you know, I know they got to be on cloud nine right now. Yeah, you saw the potential, Steve. Looking back at Sunday's 29-12 to 12 win over the Browns. Um, by the way, that's a scorigami. I don't know if you've heard of that. But I, heard, I heard that. I just heard yeah. that the other day. Like, that's score. I don't believe that. No, it's the first time that that's ever happened in no NFL way. history. That's what they're saying. I think that's pretty cool, though. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got to check it. <laughs> we got to check it. I haven't checked We're gonna it check yet. It? We got to check it. Well, Steve, anyways, looking at the game, I mean, just a really physical game. I mean, thinking about the run game to start 169 yards on the ground, that was a season high for the Broncos uh, this year. And you know, it was great to see Javante Williams, Samaj P. Ryan. Samaj J. P. Ryan had his first uh, touchdown of the season as a Bronco to um, they were just, they were getting after it. Yeah. Just a great one, two, three punch mm-hmm. with uh, Javante Williams, Samaj P. Ryan and Jaleel McLaughlin. And then, you know, it starts with that offensive line. Yeah. Cause it starts right there in the trenches and, mm-hmm. I don't think you can have any good offense without an amazing offensive line. And I agree. In Denver, we have that now. Yeah. These guys are playing high-level football, and they're playing to the whistle. That's the only thing that I thought they were missing earlier in the year. They mm-hmm. were physical. They were playing hard. But some plays, they wouldn't finish. You know, when I say play to the whistle, just right. you know keep blocking somebody until the whistle blows. Because I know as a defender, I hated that. Yeah. You know, because... Oh, those are the guys, they, they're coming, they're always looking for somebody to block. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we like the guys who stop blocking. They block their guy and think the play is over, and then the play goes another four or five seconds, and they're sitting around watching. Well, these guys, they aren't doing that. Yeah. They're, they're blocking somebody, and uh, they're getting they're real pesty to defenders. <laughs> they are. Even Javante Williams, he spoke to the media on Monday, Steve, and he said that, you know, he contributes a lot of this win streak to the offensive line and how they've played. And you can tell – the chemistry they have is really special right now. Yeah, and like offensive linemen, um, they love to 
block for a running back that runs yeah. hard. Yeah. Running backs that run hard. And our running backs, they run hard. They, they, and Yalil McLaughlin gives them that third element of the speed and mm-hmm. the quickness. But I think they love all three of our running backs because they're so physical. Definitely. And if they give them a little bit of a crease, they're going to get through it quickly. Mm-hmm. And they're going to run, uh, run, run downhill and, and make something happen. So uh, it's, it's fun. On, it's fun on both sides. I, I know the running back loves it because it's a hole there. Right. But the offensive linemen love to see those guys get through there. Mm-hmm. Well, Steve, looking over the win streak, moving on to the defense now. Sixteen takeaways over the past five games. Wow! And it just it just keeps on happening it week does. after week. Turnover, interception, cause fumble, mm-hmm. uh, guys uh, knocking the ball out of the quarterback's hand like P.J. Locke did. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's just guys are practicing it. They're practicing it, and they're intentional about it in the game. And you can tell. Uh, and I, I know some teams that have done that, and they still haven't been able to do it in the game. But these guys, the carryover the, uh, to the games is, is outstanding. Yeah. You know, their, their ability to actually take what they do in practice make it happen in the game, uh, it's next level. So um, they, they got to keep doing it. Got to mm-hmm. keep doing it. Uh, and even if it stopped right now, you said it, it, it was it was awesome. It was. But it I, don't is. Think, I don't think it's going to stop. No, I, I don't think it's going to stop. <laughs> yeah, I know head coach Sean Payton, he contributed a lot of the team's success to you know being able to take the ball away, but also on offense protecting the ball too. Yes. That's been so key in this win streak, I think. No, I agree 100%. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think we had eight penalties, but mm-hmm. uh, I think our penalty level has actually come down quite a bit as well. And they haven't been those real onerous penalties where, you know, they're 15, 20 yards, you know, taking away big plays. Um, you know, they're just penalties that kind of go along with the game. Right. Uh, so, yeah, this it's, it's, it's been, been really nice um, what the offense has been doing and uh, – Again, you just got to keep it going. Yeah. Well, Steve, going back to the defense here, I know the Browns coming into this game, they were averaging 143 rushing yards. They were third in the league. Uh, But I thought our run defense did a really good job, held them to 107 yards. Overall, what did you think about that unit? Well, I thought they were physical. I thought the defensive line stepped Mm -hmm. up and and did a great job. They were good good fitting. Uh, Guys knew where their teammates were. So you'd have two or three guys outside and one guy, you know, (laughs) just a a lane in there for for any of the guys Mm -hmm. to go through. So, um, But the physicality is the thing for me that jumps out on the film. You know, they were able to to stop a a really effective run game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they had a couple of good runs, but you got to look at the total picture and right. uh, they really did a good job of, of containing mm-hmm. a really good uh, offense. Yeah, and one guy you mentioned earlier, Steve, P.J. Locke, I want to mention him for a second because, you know, he's been out the past couple of days, games. He's been dealing with that ankle injury, but he had a really great day versus the Browns. I mean, seven tackles. He had that strip sack, too, in yeah. the fourth quarter. It's been great to have him back out there. Yeah, it's really been been great to see what, what he can do and uh, – it was a shame that he got injured because he, mm-hmm. he had had an opportunity to, to play uh, uh, several weeks ago. So uh, we're finally getting a chance to see what P.J. Locke can do. Yeah. And I got to say, every time P.J. Locke has played, he's made an impact. And um, he you know, has. That's, that's a great thing for him. Um, he's been so patient, uh, you know, doesn't complain. But I know he wants to be out there on the field mm-hmm. contributing, especially when you, when you see the plays that he makes he and makes, the impact huh? that he makes. Like, why, why isn't he on the field, right? right. Um, but we, we have, you know, really great players at that position. So, um, you know, we, we kind of understand that. So uh, I, I think we'll, we're will we going to see a lot of him in the future, though. Yeah. 
Steve, going off of that, we got to do our player focus that we do every single week. So who's one guy that you want to highlight from this past game? Oh, man, it's got to be my man, G.B. Garibald, number 72. Mm-hmm. He had his hands full he with Miles Garrett coming into this game. I know everybody was talking, and hopefully, I, I don't know if he listened to social media, watch social media or not, but uh, everybody's thinking Miles Garrett is going to eat. Well, he went home with an empty stomach <laughs> <laughs> because Gary Bowles held him down. Yeah. Um, and we highlighted a play mm-hmm. uh, on our film breakdown where he blocked Miles Garrett for literally eight exactly. seconds. And uh, he just didn't quit. He didn't quit. And that's the type of play you need to get to that next level. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, and I know Garrett Bowles, is, he's just got to be on cloud nine right now. Yeah. And it's like – if I did this to one of the best defenders in the game right mm-hmm. now, what are the rest of these guys going to do? They got nothing coming. <laughs> right. So, GB, keep it going, baby. I love it. And it was, you know, Mike Mulgunchy, he talked after the game, and he said something that kind of stuck with me. He said Garrett is going to remember this game for the rest of his life. He should. It, it, was, yeah. a, it was a big game, and he, he showed up big time. He did. And that's, that's, what, that's what the playmakers do, right? I mm-hmm. mean, and that's one of the things we had talked about earlier, too, is like, Playmakers in the big games, you got to show up and make plays, and, and and they did that, and yeah. um, you know these are the results of when that happened. Yeah. Looking ahead, Steve, critical road stretch here, three straight road games. Have you ever played in a stretch that long? I know I'm sure we, we did. Yeah, I'm sure we did, but I don't. I think there's been nine were. in uh, Broncos history, I believe. Nine, three road games. That doesn't seem around. like it's is that. Um, Unpopular, right? It seems like that happens pretty frequently, but it doesn't. Only nine? No, I think so. Wow. I think after the merger, only nine. Well, what kind of challenges do you think kind of come with a three-game road stretch? You know what? Just, you know, blocking everything out. And that, Well, if teams aren't good at blocking out the crowd noise, right. you know, it can become an issue. But these guys have shown that they can go on the road and win, um, and they just got to keep doing what they're doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, I heard some of the players talking about the high level of practice that yeah. they practice at now. And they got to, they just got to keep it up. Yeah. You know, I remember when we won our two Super Bowls, we practiced at a high level. So when we got to the games, it was like, this is a piece of cake. <laughs> you know, we hopefully they had, they had the same confidence because, you know, I, I walk by sometimes when they're practicing, man, mm-hmm. these guys are full tilt. And um, and I love it. I, I love love to see that because I know that that's going to make the game that much uh, easier for them. I won't yeah. say easy, but it'll make it to where the game slows down. Definitely. Uh, because they, they, they got the competition in practice. Yeah, absolutely. We've got some meaningful games coming up here. Meaningful games in December, Steve. You love to see it. Yes. I know the team's kind of taking it game by game, though. Week yeah. by week. That's yeah. the mentality they're at. Oh, yeah. Which is good. 100%. And, and um, I got to say the coaching has been exceptional. Yeah. Um, and the players buying in. Uh, it, it's, all, it's all so special, mm-hmm. you know, because – you know, this is just the start of something much bigger, yeah. and um, you can feel it. Yeah, you 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 can feel it, and mm-hmm. uh, they they're deserving of it because they they put in the work. Yeah, I agree. Well, Steve, appreciate you coming on the show today. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Sid. Appreciate you for having me. That's going to do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. I'll see you all then.